Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. You know, a small act of love toward your spouse can create a special memory that can last a lifetime. And it hasn't been a lifetime, but there were a number of Valentine's Days ago. I can't remember how many years, but I gave Dina a card and it had like a Tin Man on it or something. And the next year she gave me a card that kind of echoed that same sentiment. And so in our bedroom, above our bed, on my side is my card and on her side is her card. And so it's a small thing, but that one little card has made a years-long impact on her. Um, I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. Greg, why is it that a simple little thing like that can make such a big difference in my marriage? It, it, it seems obvious, but it's nice to know that science is actually backing this up. Big study done by the University of Virginia. They have something called the National Marriage Project. Mm-hmm. Here's what they found. They found that small acts of kindness or generosity it's actually one of the most important aspects of creating a happy, satisfying marriage. And I love the way that they f- define generosity. They said that's the virtue of giving good things to one's spouse freely, so open-handedly and abundantly. Hmm. So it's looking for these small little things that I can keep doing again and again and again, but then lavish those upon my spouse. And that really does create a happy, satisfying marriage. Yeah. Did the study mention chocolate? Because I'm thinking chocolate every day would be a good step toward <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Of course. Dark it raises, chocolate. Dark, yeah, raises yeah. the serotonin levels, good for the yeah. heart, that kind of thing. Well, we're going to listen now to more of a conversation that uh, Jim Daly had with Les and Leslie Parrott about things you can do to improve the happiness in your marriage. And let's see if they mention chocolate. Les and Leslie, you say that couples do not simply uh, drift apart. We often say that, you know, how at the the graying of divorce, what we were just talking about, how couples often drift apart. You say uh, they make that decision that blocks that emotional intimacy. So they're not just uh, at the whim of nature. It's not just drifting apart. They're intentionally making a decision not to stay connected. What's the difference between the fallacy or the myth of drifting apart as opposed to choosing not to be intimate. Yeah, I I always cringe when I hear that from a couple in a counseling session that, oh, we just have kind of drifted apart. I I feel like that's such a lame excuse in your marriage. You don't just drift apart. You make choices in your relationship. It's Mm -hmm. not a tide that just takes this person this way and that person the other way. It's really choices. It is, and they're moment-to-moment choices, and they're often seemingly insignificant. I think that's the thing, which really, I think, is the research that led us into the, the next happiness booster that we like to talk about because it's all about, you know, investing and celebrating each other from moment to moment in marriage. Yeah, and I know some of our listeners are going, well, no, duh, you're you're supposed to do that. But here's what we know from research. We don't do that very well in Mm -hmm. our marriages. In fact, we know from research that in a standard conversation throughout an evening that a couple might have, they will share three to one positive events to negative events that happen to them during that day. And the response that they get from their partner is usually an obligatory, oh, that's cool. You know, hey, what's on TV tonight or whatever. And we don't really celebrate each other. This was fantastic research done at the University of Santa Barbara. And when 
a couple will begin to consciously focus mm-hmm. on, and this is what we mean by celebrate each other. It's not just the birthdays and stuff that we're talking about at all. It's the daily celebration. The of Birthdays are good. Birthdays are yeah. fine. Right. Celebrating everything is we're good. Not discounting but that's that. not what this yeah. is about. Sounds like Leslie's birthday's coming. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about every day. Ouch. Every yeah. day, invest in yeah. the positive statements to your spouse. Those yeah. little moments. And, it, and, and it's, there's two things that have to happen. There needs to be high support and high high energy. That's what constitutes Mm -hmm. celebration Mm -hmm. for a couple. And that's really the glue that holds you from drifting apart. You know, because if Les engages in me, if I come home and say, oh, you know, I ran into my friend Claire and we had coffee today. I never thought we'd get to go, you know, go pray at Discovery Beach, my favorite place in the world. And he goes, oh, really? Well, here's what happened to me today. That's not high support. Or that's cool. What's for dinner tonight? Or just kind of discount it, you know, just kind of roll along. In comparison to that, I can say something like, oh, I know that makes you so happy. Tell me more. What what took place? What was that about for you? That's an invitation. Mm -hmm. And that celebrates me because he's stepping into my life with energy, you know, and he's supporting it because he knows it got me excited. And those are the little decisions that connect us. Now, let me tell you one other thing that we do that we feel like is a way to celebrate each other and our marriage. It's something that we call the awe wall, A-W-E, the awe wall. And by the way, this is easy. Anyone can do this. Yeah. And it's so fun. And Jim, you've seen this in our home. It's in our kitchen. There's a little desk area and it's kind of a ribbon board. And it changes because Leslie's so great at doing this. But if you look at that, there's passages of time. Sometimes we go way back, years mm-hmm. back. Sometimes it's something that happened just that week. It's a place where we gather mementos from each other's lives. And we put them, you know, it's a visible place. It's in, in our kitchen, which is open into our living family area. And we grab pictures, snapshots, things we've done together. Ticket stubs. Ticket stubs of something, you know, events in anyone's life. Mm. If they got a note and someone said, thank you, you did a great job. And we gather them and, and keep those mementos visible so that everyone in our home feels like, wow, you know, people are celebrating me right now. I matter. I'm right. seen. I'm no, that's known. good. And you talk about them. We talk about them. They, they spark conversation. The awe wall. The or awe. the wall of awe. The wall. Yes. I like that. <laughs> the wall sounds like a movie title. Yeah, it does. The wall of awe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Gene. I think that's a great idea. Huh. Yeah, it's really fun. And the kids like it, too, because we put stuff up there. But the whole idea is sell. If, if you have this attitude that is... High support, high energy of engaging each other in your relationship. Don't let the moments pass by. Don't let those points of connection just slip by you unawares because you're understandably tired. You're distracted. You know, you've got demands on your time. Nobody does it to be cruel or mean, but we lose our connection because we don't step into those moments. You talk about, last time we talked about a set point, that uh, you have certain biological Right. factors, and then you have a joyful or happiness set point. Yeah, an emotional set point. I would think it's true even in this area where you get, we may call it a rut. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you might refer to it, but you, you are who you are. You, right. you settle into who you are. To break out of that, to do things like you're talking about, to dream dreams, to remember each other, to celebrate each other on a daily basis, to right. feed into each other. I, I would assume many are going, wow. That sounds exhausting. I just like going to work, coming yeah. home, having a little <laughs> chit-chat, making sure we pray together right. and pat each other on the head. We did a, did a good job today. <laughs> we got through it. Because this stuff, man, this sounds like a big to-do list. Well, I kind of love it that you're bringing that up because um, 
you know, I'm going to equate it to physical fitness. My husband is a is a fanatic. He wears his Fitbit, and he doesn't try to run a marathon. He just wants to walk a certain number of steps every day. Right. And the whole idea of that is, you know, we have a certain level of physical well-being. You know, not everyone's the same on that. But we can all do something simple so that we're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And something as simple as walking a few steps a day with intention makes a huge difference. Well, and let me tell you what we did for readers of this book, Making Happy. We put together a 21-day happiness plan that is those little steps that you can take one thing each day. And you get a code in the book. You can download it and print this thing out. And the two of you walk through this 21-day plan. We know it takes about 21 days to change some fundamental habits in your relationship. And that's why we put that in there. So if if the listeners out there are feeling, oh, it sounds cool, but I don't know how I'm going to do all this, we've made it as easy as pie for you. I so appreciate the energy and the creative ways that the parrots uh, shared about expressing love to each other, like that awe wall. And uh, there are some simple things that a couple can do to celebrate each other. How about some personal examples, Greg or Aaron or both of you? I think it's important. We will often say this, that if you're going to spend money, spend it on your marriage. So there's always that opportunity to to prioritize the marriage and your finances back that up because this thing called marriage is valuable and it's worth investing in. And I know there's, I mean, simple things that you can do that don't cost any money or there's things that you can do that cost a lot of money. Trips are going to cost a lot of money, but how about a walk to where you connect heart to heart? That is going to be something that is making a memory. I love the thought of sacrifice around these these moments of celebration because I what always comes to my mind is when we were internationally traveling and I did not bring my special pillow, but Greg brought his and he gave me his pillow and let me use it. And it, I will never forget how loved I felt. And I just, it's important then to go back to that and celebrate that, that to let him know that meant the world to me. Even six months later, that still just makes my heart explode. Oh, that's mm. awesome. I'll make sure that her pillow stays out of her suitcase yeah. so I can give her <laughs> my pillow yeah. continue to reap the benefits of giving up the pillow. Yeah. I, I love that idea of celebrating and just thinking about just how to respond to this question. John, I looked up the word celebrate and, and it actually, the meaning itself gives a lot of insight into, into how to do this. Part of celebration means to notice and honor a deed. So it's, it's actually noticing what is Aaron doing that, that I appreciate, that I'm grateful for, and, and making sure that, that I tell her about that. The word celebrate also means to praise widely and to make known publicly. And I love that thought of bragging about our spouse. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Aaron well, just, just did. did. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> you, no wonder that yeah. felt you so that's good. That's why, why I love that? the idea of Aaron bragging to <laughs> thousands more. of people I noticed that he wrote me. that in my notes here. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I just came yeah. up with that on my Be own. Be sure to say, yeah. But there's always opportunity, no, whether that's that. a family gathering yeah. or on the radio or wherever, but just to let people know, man, I love this person and here's why. And, and so let them know, but also let others know. Mm-hmm. I think too often there's a sense of negativity in the culture mm-hmm. and we feed off that. We go for the stereotypes and we look at all the reality, crazy reality shows. And, you know, we see the things that uh, that people are doing. 
and it's it's negative. It's mm-hmm. like rah rah rah. But there is something about the value of a good word spoken mm-hmm. publicly that just builds up. And I think there's something about safeguarding the marriage when you are proactive about being positive. Yeah, and it's recognizing Greg may not do this, but I get to choose what I do. Yeah. So regardless of whether he does, and he does do this, thank goodness, but if he wasn't <laughs> doing it, I still have the choice. We've been through seasons where maybe he was stressed or had stuff going on personally and maybe wasn't noticing what I was doing. But I still can choose to notice what he does. The research is strong that a husband longs to be affirmed by his wife. Mm -hmm. More than anybody else in the world, he longs to hear it from his wife. So there's such an opportunity there to make sure that once a day you're affirming your husband for something about him, his character, or or expressing gratitude for something he does. And it's just a, it's an opportunity that I personally like to take advantage I, okay, of. Okay, I appreciate that. Now, you've got to flip it around and help us husbands. What is there any research about what is meaningful to wives? Well, of course, affirmation is important to us as yeah. well. But we as women tend to affirm each other regularly. I mean, I walked into Focus today and the receptionist sitting there, we had a whole conversation. She looks amazing. She's, you know, been on an eating plan and an exercise plan. Looks phenomenal. So, I, of course, I had to tell her that. Well, then we proceeded into this long conversation about what she's done and on and on. We do that more naturally. So we hear it other places. I still long to hear that from Mm -hmm. Greg. But I also am getting it from other places. See, John, you didn't affirm me. Oh, sorry. You didn't tell him you guys, we didn't we write anything down for me to say about that. <laughs> guys, we don't do this very well. No. But it's true. Women no. do this way More better. Than You've been we exercising do. and losing weight. You look fantastic, Greg. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I, I can feel blue, the sincerity there. That navy blue is quite slimming. Yes, yes. You actually both have navy blue on. Uh huh. It's my color, I think. So, <laughs> listen, wherever your marriage relationship is, uh, we want to help strengthen it and take it kind of the, to the next level. So a good starting point would be our free marriage assessment. We've got that online. You can learn which aspects of your relationship are strong and which ones maybe could use a little bit of work. And then uh, please uh, make a difference in the lives of couples worldwide. Uh, we have so many different things that we do to strengthen marriage, and we've got a worldwide audience. Donate today, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and we'll say thank you by sending the Marriage Strengthening Resource, Making Happy, The Art and Science of a Happy Marriage. It's the Parrot's book, and uh, you've got all the details you need in the episode notes. Next time, we're going to hear from Bill and Pam Farrell. They are champions for rekindling romantic intimacy in your marriage. It'll be a great conversation. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast. <music>